Blog Talk Radio. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. It is a big idea. A new world order. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancakes. Either you are with us, or you are with the terrorists. A lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson here, podcasting, restoring our republic, understanding the times that we live in today. Uh, usually we're on a Tuesday night, but we do do other shows um, during the week when we have a guest uh, to come on. Now, tomorrow night's podcast uh, will still go on, but the Liberal Dan showdown, Liberal Dan and me, and the, I guess he had to cancel um, with his liberal friends, so he wants to schedule it for not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. So, so tomorrow night we'll have to pick another topic to talk about, but that's fine. I know a couple of us were looking forward to the, taking on the liberals and this woke crowd and seeing just exactly how completely asinine their their ways of belief is and to maybe get through to some of them and maybe wake some of them up and snap them out of the zomb- zomb- zombified trance that they're in. But tonight we got a uh, guest, Bobby Bean, and uh, he's going to tell his story. I, I don't know too much about it, just from what I heard from Nathan and a few other people. I did watch the YouTube video that he had. Uh, so I, I'm sure there's more to the story, and, and that was a number of years ago that he did these YouTube videos, so I'm sure there's a lot more he wants to tell us, and I'm going to give him the floor here in just a minute, um, so, and uh, if he wants to take questions, or if he, that's up to him, or if, I know we have a lot of callers on the phone line, like we always do, when people want to maybe converse, or ask questions, or talk, or maybe offer their support, um, so, uh, let me see here. Let me check the phone board here, Mr. Bean. If you're if you're on the phone board, can you press one on your key uh, on the keypad so I know you're up? Because I got a bunch of numbers up here. And I don't know which one you are. There you are. Okay, good. All right, I'm going to connect, Mr. Bean. And Mr. Bean, when I connect you, you'll hear unmuted. So I think you've done this before, uh, Mr. Bean. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you, Mr. All right. Well, I'm going to give you the floor. You So you've done this before. You're a little experienced, and I know it's an emotional story. So I'm going to give you the floor, and you just go ahead and roll with it. If I have to cut in, which I probably won't too often, but I, I you know, if I have to ask a question, I will. But I'm going to let you roll with it. Go ahead, sir. Okay. I want to start from the beginning, what happened um, to my son um, about 20 years ago. And um, by speaking up against us, small town in Sebring, Florida, I ended up being ostracized. And the retaliation still goes on today. But this is what happened to my son in Florida education. Um, The phone rang. Uh, First thing, let me go back. We almost missed the bus. 
didn't think much of it, but we made the bus stop. We live in the country, so. Well, about an hour, hour and a half later, we get a phone call, and they say, Math, you don't look so good. And I, um, and I haven't said this story in so long. It hurts when I do this one. So the, he didn't look so good. And I, I looked at Carol, and then I said, um, about, I said, is he all right? About 10 minutes later, the phone rings again. They said he, he, he's not looking good at all. So I, re- I have a small print shop, so I, I took the baby, and I said, let me keep running the printing press, and you take the number three boy and, and run and see what's going on at the school. She goes over to the school. She, she goes to the school. She bypasses the hospital. She ends up um, going to the school. She walks in, and Matthew is in the corner of the cot, and all he is saying is, I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to go home. That's all we knew at that point. They said he was horsing around in the locker room and fell down. Okay. She drives him back out, again, bypasses the hospital. Two teachers carried my son into the car, carried him and dropped him in the car. At that time, people don't realize he's your hot potato legally. So when she pulled up here, I have a big plate glass window. I look out the plate glass window. Matthew is in convulsions, throwing up, eyes in the back of his head. He is losing consciousness. I run out the door. My wife's a small lady. I snatch her out of the car. I snatch number three boy out of the car and I take off to the hospital and as I'm going down and I had to come so we already went by the hospital now I'm going back to it so as I go back to it I get to the parking lot and I'm rolling my knuckles in my son's chest as I'm driving because he's losing consciousness okay and I don't even know what's going on this stuff we're moving fast so as I pull into the hospital I scoop him out of the the car seat, as I'm running in, he went, he melts like wet macaroni in my hands. That's when he had his first stroke. Okay, that was documented later. As I come up to the next doors, they, the first ones open up automatic. The next ones I kicked in. The nurse runs over, flashes a pen source light in, looks at his eyes and says, he's been like this for hours. I said, all I know, I'm into it 10 minutes, ma'am. That's all I know. He says, what happened? I said, Sebring Middle School, something happened. She says to me, another one? And oh my they took them. They said, they said, go to bed A. So I, you know, I'm carrying them, and I'm a little bit husky boy. So I'm carrying them. I drop them into bed A. They start running over there and start putting the EKGs on them. Um, he doesn't even know where he's at, and and they're working on him. They're trying to stabilize him. They're giving him heparin to thin out his blood. Um, they were doing blood. They did drug checks first. They said, is he on drugs? I said, I like to think not. The drug check said there was no drugs in him. So then they started looking more. Um, he, what happened is, well, I'll tell you more what happens on the way. 
all week. She said, where do you get hurt? I said, I hurt in the locker room. Um, and that's all I knew. As they're working on him, he had another stroke in my hands, right where I'm holding him in the, in the bed. And for 22 minutes, what gave me my, my drive to go to legislation to help children in legislation, I had to contemplate I was going to come home and have to tell Carol that her son died. I mean, I'm, this is going through my head. I'm sweating bullets, too, and I am sweating bullets. So after they're working on them, working on them, um, they came out, and um, they said after they did the scans and that, they said he has a very small area in his brain. It's just getting, just starting to bleed. But his brain's already swelling up from the head percussion. We'll find out later. Um, as as he his the doctor Green her name. She says, "Look, we don't have a good head trauma area here in Highlands County." They airlift him, so they airlift him to Tampa. Um, at that time, an officer did come in, and we did find out Clem hit him um, in the locker room. A guy named Clem. That's all I knew. And there was a, they said it was a fight in the locker room, and this is the result. So they airlifted him over. I run back to the house. I tell Carol we're behind the eight ball. I said, you take the one boy. I said, I'll take the two boys. You get to Tampa. It's like a four-hour drive. She shoots to Tampa. When she gets to Tampa, they, they had him stabilized, but he was in a coma. He stayed in a coma for about six, eight hours, okay? At that time, um, he, we knew he was going to live, but we did not know the damage. The damage to his eyes took four, four, four and a half years to fix. And um, now this is where it starts getting interesting, okay? This is what, this is what gets crazy now. He's driving back from Tampa. Matthew sees a yellow bus and goes ape shit in the car, ape shit. So she comes home. We're not knowing this is his first attack of post-traumatic stress disorder. So she comes up to the house, and the doctors gave him things for his eyes, and he couldn't see. We're, we're carrying him around, and just like he was blind around the house, and gave him some pills to calm him down and make him sleep. So... As he's coming down, we're over at the kitchen table talking about it, and I said, damn, that kid hit him awful damn hard in the locker room. And um, Greg, who's my son, who's a sixth grader on the bus, says, Dad, that didn't start on the in the locker room. That started on the bus. And then I, he told me what happened, and the book would go into that. I'll, I'll give it a plug at the end here. And um, he told me that. So the next morning, I'm getting up. I'm like five, six days into this. I'm down at the school board. I'm at the schools. I'm at the sheriff's department. And, you know, I'm a hop, I'm hopping up and down because they already said they were going to charge your boy with one battery. I said, well, I'd like to see a second battery now. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. they were very, very reluctant to do it. Very reluctant. Later on, you'll see why when you read the book. And... So, so I went down there and I told them, and they're somewhat blowing me off, but 
the thing, this is where it gets really crazy. It, it destroyed my family, this, this part here. I'm walking through the hallway. I look into Matthew's room, and Carol's holding him in the corner as he shakes like a wet dog in the winter, wet, just shaking. And I looked at Carol, and she looked at me, and she says, Clem, walk to the clinic. And I said, huh? She says, go around back. And we always talked on the, on the back corner of this house, okay? Um, so we're out there, and she's telling me that he beat him on the bus, and it was a sucker punch to the back of the neck. They they estimated he got hit 30 to 40 times in the head, and that would oh, come from God. doctor's records and documented. Because your brain bounces around like a basketball, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, I learned, these, you know, after I got into it, I, I know more about the aches and that. So, so when I – so let's go back to it. So Carol's talking to me. Matthew walks out, totally in tears, falling apart, and he can't see hardly. And he says, Dad, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? People, if you were there in my backyard, and this is really eight, nine days into this, I was already going to lose my family. We were melting. I didn't realize it. I thought I was going to hold it together, but I couldn't do it. And I tried for years. And um, so we found out that Clem walked him to the clinic. So next morning I get up, man, you betcha I'm pissed, right? I'm down at the school board. I'm down at the sheriff's department. And I want to push a third battery, okay? And, man, they really don't want me to push this, okay? I'm really being somewhat being pushed around by the um, judge. Um, at that time, it was state attorney um, Peter Estrada and Judge Langford. People, I didn't back down. Two, they actually threatened to say, look, you say one more word about a judge, they're going to throw me in the pokey. Okay? Wow. Okay, and and, they were in, and that was come from Peter Estrada. Remember that name because it's going to come up later. And because he became a judge. <laughs> My bad luck. Um <laughs> So, so, so we're we're putting this together. What happened to my son? My son was beat on the bus, beat in the locker room. The same person walked into the clinic. The distance of a football field. Um, the beating lasted, documented, two hours and forty-seven minutes. So you see the problem with post-traumatic stress yeah. disorder. Yeah. Okay. We did suicide watch for five to six years on that son on that son of mine shans hospital in florida not shans is that the one up in gainesville is that shans okay the one up in gainesville it's been a while and um we went up there and um he was diagnosed with um post-traumatic stress disorder equivalent to a vietnam vet in intense battle you would know about that Wow. And, um, yeah, that's 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 pretty bad. I serious. mean, he must have took a beat. For, yeah, yeah, he must have been tortured. He was yeah. tortured. Yeah, yeah, he was tortured. And um, now this is something what happened. I didn't put in the book because you can't. I was going to write another book, but when I was in Gainesville, we knew we were way over our head mentally. We, you know, with his disorders. This was a few years after the the incident. We just couldn't hold it together because. 
the post-traumatic stress disorder um, problems is he kept having flashbacks every time he seen a bus, and, you know, they're everywhere, right? Yeah. And um, Clem's name, he ended up being um, one of the main people um, on the wrestling team. And, they, you know, they didn't want to even arrest him. Um, wow. They did arrest him. They gave Clem five days suspension from school. Oh, That's boy. all he ever received oh. on that. Yeah, you know, of course, I, he I was in the order. You bet murder. on that. Oh, no, murder. no, they didn't. Um, Peter, that was Peter Estrada's problem, That who became a judge. Um, me and him had words about that. He, he remembers me. But let me go to what happened to this. And, I, and this is when I knew I was in big trouble. We were in so much trouble, we didn't know how to handle them. You know, the, these flashbacks can get very um, dangerous, too. And so sure. I, went at the, I went up there, and I went down to the psychiatric, and I'm talking. Um, Carol's driving the kids around, taking them to McDonald's, and I'm going into this up at Gainesville. That's about four hours away, too. And I went in there, and the lady um, started um, kind of made me um, feel like I've got another crying dad. And I said, well, she's going to take a report. So she starts taking the report, typing away, typing away, typing away. And she was an African woman, and um, she's typing away, and I'm talking about it in more detail than this, what the book goes into, is um, what happened on the bus. Then I, she didn't think much of it. Then I told her what happened in the locker room in, in much de- greater detail. And she slowed down a little bit typing. And when I told them she walked them to the clinic, she stopped typing. Her eyes got big and wide and white, and she says, you'll never get out. You'll never get out. She's looking at me, and me not even comprehending what I'm really getting into yet, okay? I I don't know anything about mental illnesses. And um, she gave me a business card. He says, it doesn't pay to bring him into this facility. Um, he's in a prison right now, and it's in his head. So locking him yeah. up isn't going to do him any good or, or treat him with anything. Well, in that facility. Um, that was the beginning of um, how it went down. I kept pushing in this small town for answers. There's a place which's called the Champion of Children's Foundation and in this it's in Highlands County. It is twenty six paces away from that incident and they wouldn't even help my family or my child. The advocacy center around the corner I went to, I was turned down in, in Sebring. I was turned down by all nine um, churches, then also turned down when I worked in legislation. But that's the beginning what got me involved. I, I suffered other harassments. They, they, I was the first person ever arrested in the state of Florida underneath a 1920 law that supposedly let a cow out. Now, 70,000 cow out, 70,000 calls have been on cow out incidences, but I'm the first one since 1920 to be arrested. And I own that easement. Now, the person who who said I did that was a resource officer of that incident. Oh, 
and um, okay, okay, yeah, so that'll come out in the book if you look if you look at the book more. Um, they hit me on my business. There was an I had a my little business I had in my garage about seven hundred feet away. Uh, I got a little twenty acre piece here, and I literally built my own house. Like every block did all the concrete work, electrical, plumbing. I literally built it, and they came out here code enforcement and violates me on it. And I've been there seven years and they said, what is it? Why you violate me? He says, well, it's a 1962 law that says that if your house is not attached to the garage where your business is, you can't operate it. And I said, I'm going to keep it right here. And he says, Oh no, you're not. Now keep in mind the sheriff at the time was Sheriff Susan Benton. This is her godparent of all her children. I didn't know that at the time. And he holds up his finger and he says, look, I'm going to violate you once. It's a misdemeanor. You don't listen. I'll violate you twice. Second misdemeanor. And so on to the third misdemeanor. Then he looks at me and says, then it will be a felon. So I had to move all the equipment into my living room. And um, we had to live like that for some time. A long time. Oh. It was too much for the family. I mean, I, I was busted. I, I'm just a working guy. The only reason I got a house yeah. is because I was able to build it. Um, one thing I do want to bring, too, is go back to the, the beginning. On the 14th day, I get served paperwork by the sheriff's department from the school board. And if I don't return Matthew back to school immediately, they're going to throw me and Carol into jail for truancy. Wow. Wow. Uh, how, would, okay. how would they expect him to go back to school? Well, how would they expect that? I mean, that, that makes no sense. <laughs> no, well, Unbelievable. I, I went ahead and I asked the doctor. I said, he says, this doctor says this. He says, look, he gets hit again. He's going to be in the corner slobbering the rest of so yeah. I stood my ground and I served a piece of paper saying, um, you know, I'm going to pull him out for home teaching. We later on put him in a in a, a small um, a little um, Christian school because mm-hmm. the, the psychologist and said mm-hmm. he needs to start. And this took years. Then they said you got to start entering, you know, nice and slow. Yeah. And um, that church, that church, that school. Um, did work with us because um, Matthew had a <clears throat> very difficult time. It was difficult on the whole family. Um, I, I ended up starting to be the target of the community. Um, uh-huh. The sheriff's department, um, one of the people in the book, everybody who reads my book, you can get it free online. I'll give it to you at the end. Is um, the people in the book, my um, my wife and my family and the perpetrator was the only ones I changed the names on. Everybody else is somebody who actually still sits in this county. Okay. And so some of them have retired um, and some have um, moved up. And the sheriff today is Sheriff um, Paul Blackman, who's in my book. And in 2006, during this harassment, I heard this officer was upstanding and he wouldn't stand for this. So I went to him, and when me and Carol were talking to him, um, Paul Blackman is a very tall person, 
he looks at me and he says, Bobby, I have a mortgage payment too. And he turns his back and walks away. Wow. Oh, so was... you, wow. you see the, 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 polit- I'm not, I, I'm just yeah. a common man. But I'm, sir. Wondering why, I'm not a, a political like man. <laughs> you know, now this is when people read the book more in detail, you're, I've had, I've, I've had people read my book and had to put it down halfway for a week before they could finish it. The beating the boy took. This is nothing of the beating that boy took. Okay. Mm. This is not even close to the the leverage they put on me. So that is how I got in to school safety because I was worried about my other three children. You know, what's going on here? And you want me to to believe in in the Florida education? Um, I went up to legislation. I worked with a coalition of parents. Statute 1006.147 is an anti-bullying law and harassment. It is hardly ever used in the state of Florida, and very few parents even know about it. Uh, they don't want you to know that one, okay? Um, so I, we worked on that for like three years. Um, it passed in like 2007, 2008. Like I said, it's rarely used. Um, the book will show you that the Florida Sheriff's Organization, when they passed that law, they didn't actually make categories where the money's going to go. So they put it down as school safety money. So in my county, they went ahead and bought $36,000. It's in the book, $36,000 with a hand sanitizer to fight bullying. Unbelievable. And that's that's documented because I put it in there, you know, we got dirty cops and and, um, clean hands. You know? Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> I had to have some humor once That's in a while. Cliche, I mean, cliche, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, but it destroyed my wife. It des- it destroyed the family. Um, I shouldn't have um, sucked to it so hard looking back at it 22 years later. Um, the wife passed a few months ago, complications of dementia and breast cancer. Um, but oh, she lost wow. it long before on Matthew. He never. And then we lost a son. In the last um, December twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen, uh, another son. And Dad another died. Son or... wow. Yeah, I lost wow. another son. Automotive accident. Oh. Oh, and um, so then I was diagnosed with cancer, and right now I'm pulling through. They tell me so that's good for me. But I did this all yeah. that thing in five in five years. That bad luck there, but. They've always needled me a little bit. Like, what did the officer tell me? He says, Bobby, it's against the law to spit on the sidewalk. Hardly ever enforced. But for you, we will. (laughs) Things you learn, sir, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I heard, now that, just let me say, now, what's this about you can't get to your property? That that, that they're blocking you from getting to your property? Okay, I am landlocked. I am landlocked. The statue there is 704.01, a Florida statue. You can't be landlocked, okay? Um, These are the same, there's a lot of the same people who did this to me, you know, 15, 18 years ago, 20 years ago. It's the same group almost. Um, Although we even, I don't know how many, this makes some people upset or not, but we do... It's a longer story, 
and show you that it, the Lake Placid Freemasons Lodge, a lot of these um, judges, um, court officials hang out there. And um, one of the Masons yeah, um, talked to me as he was getting ready to die. He heard about me, read my book, and he said, this is wrong. He said, you know, I'm a Mason, but this is wrong. Okay. Um, so he told me up to a point. He would always talk up to a point, you know, because he got to protect yeah. brothers. But um, I am landlocked, and what they what they did was Ten years before I bought the land, somebody did a forgery on the easements, okay? The lady's name was Gail Payne Beaver, who also worked in recording of the counting. Bad luck there, again. Okay. Yeah, but, um, yeah. That opened the door where they were able to get that from me. I've been here 28 years. A lawyer I talked to said they were um, I'm still not, I'm still underneath cancer treatments for another 14 months. I'm walking through 15 to 20 acres of sugar sand and it's rough some days. I don't even leave my house cause it's, it's too so, hard. So what happens if you try getting to your, so wait a minute now, when did this start? This, when it's having this block off of your property? Five weeks ago, say. Five weeks ago. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, the um, now here's one. I can't figure that the guy next to me, the, it's called G3 Ranches of, of um, Highlands, LLC Corporation. They own 350 acres next to me. I own 20. Then everybody else around owns like little fives and twos. And um, they do that guaranteed hunting, you know, that deer hunting you 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 know yeah. you pay and you go shoot one and um i know they want my land because of the water and the drainage um i'm not interested in selling but i am being um right now they have me blocked off and surrounded on two sides they bought land and they actually tried to buy the back side last week and um the county owns it a red flare i sent up so they don't want to sell it to him or me and it would have possibly gave me a way out without doing all the hoopla. Um, originally, G3 did flood me in. They came in and said, look, I complained, because if you read my book, I got flooded in, too. Um, the book will read quickly, about two hours. Shattered Dreams, Broken Patriot, it's called. Um, okay. He, they Where can they find it, the book? You know, they, what's, what's, what's the link to, to, for everyone to find the book? Okay, um... Yeah, the link is the dirtybluelineline.com. Dirty blue and, line. Okay. One word. dot com is. You go up to the left hand corner. You can get a free book online, or it's available on Kindle, or it's available in paperback. You know, at Amazon. It's been in thirteen countries. Um, Bonnie K interview would be something to look up. Um, 500 book authors gave me the Book of Excellence Award, and those were book authors. Um, one one lady wrote in Europe, she said, Bobby Bean was more freer than in Ireland and Moscow than he was in the land of the free. Yeah, yeah. When you so, read that so, book, you're going to see how they just tore me up 
by the letter of the law. Because, you know, you got the color of the law, you got the scope of the law, but then you got that letter of the law. It'll burn you. And um, I was being stubborn. Did Matthew pass away, or is he still with us now? Yeah, he won't step foot in the United States. Um, he, okay. He's always going to have difficulty. Um, he's he's abroad, and he's um, it didn't work out good. Um, it was a, what happened to him with all the experts. They told me it's permanent. The whole family's been permanently altered. Wow. And um, even me. I yeah, mean, I, I, they tell me, yeah, yeah you're never going to go back. Um, the boys, the other boy, uh, my other son who passed was Angel. <laughs> what bad luck name there, huh? Um, yeah. And my that goodness. was devastating to me. I buried myself for about two years like, before I even poked my head out. Um, it was just, um, yeah, yeah, so I just during imagine. this time, wow. this is when they were attacking me in this, um, the G3 ranches. They're named Grisby, the, the CEOs. They they have more money than God. Um, they actually related to their lawyer, Bert Harris III, with arrogance. They told me, if I bring lawsuits forward, they'll crush me thirty thousand dollars at a time. Really? So they got enough money. Wow. If I bring a, a lawsuit to try to, it's called um, dang, there's a legal name of that easement, the um, prescription of easement, at a necessity. Um, the lawyers tell me it's going to cost me thirty to fifty thousand dollars to file it. Uh, the lawyer's been here a long time. I know him a little bit, Crow, but they did um, tell me this: you'll probably win that. Most likely, you'll win that in about two years. He says G three Ranch will drag it out as long as they can, and and they're good, and they got the money to do it. So he says it could cost you fifty thousand. And he says, at the end of that, they're never going to quit harassing you. Um, wow. That now, this wasn't all because of, of what had happened with the law. Now, is this all because of the law, or, did, and now, now it's compi- it's, or is it a combination of the land and what happened years ago? Yeah, years ago, it? these are the same group of people. It just so happened okay. it fell into this. I didn't ask for it. Okay. Um, it just it's, wow. I look back and I see the same players on um, Jerome Kazakowski, um County Clerk's Office in our um, county is actually one of my neighbors who I've always suspicioned um, some sabotage, and I've actually confronted him and put it in letters. Um, I it's was not, able to hook corruption. him up. Yeah, corruption. Yeah. yeah it is. I can hook it all the way up. Yes, it is, sir. It is. And, um, you know, people talk to me but don't want to go on records, and I don't do it because i got to keep my word with them, you know, as a, you know, like a journalist, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the source is there, and I could hook up <laughs> all the way up to um, – I've interviewed pe- people, the Ku Klux Klan, white supremacy. I mean, they come to me, okay, and wow. they're old and retired, and I'm going, whoa. You know, and I go, that's what happened in Vietnam. Oh, that died up in Korea. And I go, oh, boy. And I'm even asking, but, you know, I I listen. You know, and, um, but I was able to hook some of that up. Um, I recently contacted my state representative in my area of um, Florida, Highlands County. Her name is Tux. 
Um, I tried to talk to her. She won't even return a phone call. <laughs> now, her aide wow. did talk to me. He was a deputy. He was a you know retired deputy. And he talked to me a little bit, and I told him. And he says, okay, I'm going to tell her. So uh, my friend Nathan, I believe, called her today. Um, I've called her three times. Uh, I called the governor's office. Now they're talking about cutting off my electric. Okay. For what? Now they're they want to. Well, this is how it works. Apparently, that easement. I was here before anybody was back here in the woods. Well, you're you're fading out on me. Your your phone's fading out. No, I'm right here. I'm right here. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. You were fading out a little bit Um, on me. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, apparently, that easement is not allowed to use it in that private property. They're trying to take them, you know, have them removed. Um, you're still fading out, Ram. Your phone's still fading out. Right here. Okay. I can hear you a little bit, but you're like fading out, like you're going, like it's like you're static. But it's no, like can you hear me now? Static. Should I get more? Yeah. Okay. Here about go. now. Okay, I'll see you in the living room. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about that, people. So they're, That's all right. right now, they came from two sources. They're talking about cutting off my electric. I'm not really getting too pumped up about it because I've been through so many hard times. I, I get better tempered, you know, like steel. Yeah. And um, um, we called the governor's office about it. I've been ostracized out of my newspapers, even my newspapers when I was run when I was um working on that law, that anti bullying law, I went to my local newspapers, all three of them in my county, and I was gonna pay for the ads and they wouldn't even run the ads in the in the newspapers. Wow. To, wow. To try to get the people behind safe schools. Okay? Yeah. Because you when you start studying and studying suicides and what really goes on in the schools and the the, the sexual abuse? I mean, it's, it's public schools, yeah, monstrous. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, you know, people don't it's realize terrible. that. You know, they look at you like you're a little nutty. And I said, you know what? Why don't you start? Um, I'll start giving you literature, and we'll start, you know, verifying. And, and yeah. like, then they all run away. If anybody's but, got any um, questions or, or comments or uh, if they want to uh, make a comment or a question uh, for Mr. Bean, um, all they got to do is uh, call in 657-383-0616, press 1. Um, you know, I, 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 would, I would be honest with you. I'd tell you, what, what's going on with the local militia down there? I know there's a militia community down well, there. Well, this is the Florida. other thing. I've been shot at. We have video of them shooting at my security lights, but we couldn't make out the face. And there, there was a witness up here, the lady who um, helps me at the time. She won't even come out to my property. Um, I'm not the best speller, so she always checks my spelling in English on a letter. But she won't come out to the house now to help me because, one, you got to walk through the woods, literally lift up the barbed wire. Now, I finally did kind of make a half-ass gate in the back right now, and I'm crossing over <laughs> where not on their land, but I'm sneaking out a little bit. To bring in my food and water, um, I don't know what I'm going to do when I, if they cut the electric off. Um, I thought maybe I said I put a call out for Ron DeSantis, and if I can give the phone number of the governor's office on your radio tonight, 
if people could call Ron DeSantis, since he's running for um, president, um, part yeah. of um, the, the, the American dream. Let me walk over. If I don't lose you, let me walk over and grab that paper. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Let me know if I lose you. I'm going to go back. I'll, I'll run back to the living room, okay? Okay, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll definitely call. I'll call first thing tomorrow. I'll tell you that. I'll call him live no, on the podcast I, show. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, I'm fine because, you know, fighting for America, you got to, in the American dream, you got to fight for the families. Um, yeah. For the families, the youth is going to be the, the replacement of me and you. And um, yep. here's the governor's number of Florida, R- R- um, Governor Ron DeSantis. And if you can get a hold of Michelle, she's the one who's his secretary, who's following my mm-hmm. case the best. Okay, okay, here's the number, 850-717-9337. Say okay. it again for everybody. Say it again. Okay. 850 850- Seven one seven nine three three seven. Ron DeSantis. Give him a call. Okay. Call him and complain. This is not America. What is this? Yeah, I mean, what is this? A monopoly? I mean, I, I, you know, I was watching a, hist- a history show yesterday, actually, about Rockefellers and Carnegies and J.P. Morgan's how they monopolized everything years and years ago, and how the the uh, uh, um, the, the president that was elected at the time, I forget what, what it was. I think it was Roosevelt. Um, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, actually, I think it was. And, uh, or actually, it was, um, it was before Woodrow Wilson. It might have been Roosevelt. But they, they, they sued, you know, these, these big corporate giants to break them up. They broke up these, you know, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the steel companies and the oil companies because they had a monopoly. On everything, and, they, and that's what no. they would do. They they would they would play rough, rough with people, and and the, and the government stepped in, you know, and said, no, you can't do that. But you know, today the government they are the monopoly. <laughs> I mean, no, here, here here's something else. I what just happened to me too in the last week. We're looking at the charts, and it looks like I could maybe get out this way if I purchase a a um, some land. I'm 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 flying. I'm flat out broke because of the cancer. It happens. So yeah, a friend yeah, of mine sure. says, look, uh, I can help you out some, but you got to make that payment, you know, 48 months. And I said, okay. So we make an offer on this land, and um, they come back and said, look, we don't want to sell one lot anymore. We want to sell all five lots, and I can't afford that um, at all. I can't even think about it. But I said, you'd listen to them individual. It's just kind of a coincidence you know, they, now they want to buy you out. What about them? Up. Do they want to buy you out? Now, do, now, do they want your land? No, okay, they, they offered they me. You? They have made an offer of one third. They tell me this place is worth pretty good money. They offered me one third. Um, the I house I built, like I said. <laughs> now the place wow. is worth probably close. It's probably worth close to about a million three. And, and wow, uh, they offered me three hundred and fifty thousand and get out yeah, of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to hell, um, right? Get the hell out of here. Yeah, and I can't see. I can't qualify for any loans or anything because I've been battling cancer for five years, so I haven't been working. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, what I'm. If I didn't take care of myself, I wouldn't be here today because I was a high risk. I was very high. 
I was setting new numbers even to the doctor who used a joke to me. He said, you're setting new numbers we didn't know could be done. <laughs> and I'm going, <laughs> well, we definitely be praying for, for you. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I know I have, I know people down in Florida, um, you know, I, I wish to, some of them would call in, um, you know, and I know, you know, that there, we tried getting the, the righteous army together, you know, across the country. We tried with the national militia. And, you know, it's just it, that today people just will not come together. There's no unity in America. No, that's, no, that's sir, you know, you're, 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 when people say we got to get together, nobody will come together. Um, I've been abandoned more than once on children's issues. Um, I also con- contacted the, the county lawyer called me. Because there's this little strip of land you got to buy before you can buy a lot. It's like 20 feet, like a little nuisance piece. This subdivision mm-hmm. went broke, and there's a little piece there. So I said, um, can I go buy that on the, on the east side? And she's indicating to me now that the G3 ranches, they want to buy it, and that will totally box me in. I won't even be able to get out no way because um, – they have six or eight cameras on me at all times. That, this is disgusting. Well, you hear that, people? He can't even get to his own house. Man has cancer. He no. can't even get to his own house. Where the hell is the American people down and is down there? Where the hell are you? You know, the, the people well, will kill please. each other. They'll cut you off on a highway for a parking spot. They'll kill you, blow your head off. But for something righteous like this to fight for, nobody wants to do nothing. You know, come on. I mean, it, it should be, it no, should be, did, they should um, be standing out there in front of your house protesting. Uh, you know, this is ridiculous. I'm I can't off. even, um, you know, it's, I, I, I go out the woods in the corner, and um, they complained about that. Um, well, the, the young sheriff who came out last, he says, you got to be able to get to your place. He says, have a good day. He said that a few yeah, days well, ago to me. Yeah. And, you know, nice, at least that one cooperated nicely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sheriff Paul Blackman is personal friends of the Grisbees, the G3 ranches, and I'm sure because of donations. So the, so, I, so the lawyer calls me from Highlands County, um, Mrs. Um, Sexton, and um, she tells me we're not going to sell it to me. And I said, um, you know, I'm asking her why, and she seems to be pumped up. And I said, well, let, at least let me have your email and your address and um, I want to verify we had this conversation that you're not going to sell it to him or me. I had to ask her six times for her address and four times for her email, and she would never uh, give them to me. Well, I'll be calling on you my know. podcast show your the, uh, your your representatives in your area complaining. I assure you of that I'll be calling them because I don't care. Okay. And uh, anybody out there who no, wants I... to make a comment or or make a uh, please call in six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Press one, and I will put you through. All right, we got somebody here who wants to jump in now, so let me connect them. I think I know who this is. Uh, go ahead there. Uh, I think this might be Joe. Go, go ahead. Is this Montana Joe? No? All right, 323. You're on. You're unmuted, 323. Well, something's wrong with his phone. No. <laughs> I unmuted him, so 323, two, three, two, three, you're on. All right, I, I think that's Montana Joe. We got shy. Probably <laughs> oh, he's not shy, I assure you that. I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to mute him and unmute well, him again. Well, that's what I need because I don't oh, need him. Um... He just dropped. He was, <laughs> he was having phone problems. He'll call back in. Um, anybody else? Press no. one. Uh, maybe they're having problems getting through. I don't know. Can I, I tell all the people about my TikToks? 
Is it all right? Yeah, yeah, talk, sure. And I got 407 that uh, got their hand uh, up. People, Here's I have a TikTok channel. It's, it's Bobby. It's B-O-B-B-I-E. Some people call it like a girl. Um, and then it's 181. That's my TikTok. If I can start getting some of these TikToks to go viral, um, I believe that that is the only way I've learned in, when I was up in legislation. If it, They don't care about a child in legislation. They don't care about elderly people. But if they start losing votes... Then they start oh, yeah, up oh, yeah. I got 407 unmuted right now, and I got Montana Joe back on here, so let me try him first. Go 323, three, and I got 407 unmuted. Joe, Joe, can you hear me? I don't know why. I got 323 three unmuted. Go ahead, 407. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. This is Sally. Hey, Bobby. It's been a long time since we talked. <laughs> a long time, Sally. Yes. How yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm doing okay. It's it's a crazy world out there. <clears throat> Lord only knows what's happened to our our country. We we have lost our soul. We really have. And I remember all too well back then uh, everything was going on because at that time you had been on the show quite a few times and you ran for office at one point too, right? Didn't you run for office? Yeah, I did. I actually, um, you know, I call my book Shattered Dreams, Broken Patriot, but I actually do believe in this nation. Um, I'm not real happy about any any political um, area too much right now. Um, I think that's understood why. And um, yeah. but I do believe in uh, I do believe it in it because it's really about the best thing we got going. And it would work the con- the con- the Constitution and the decorate. It-, it would all work if we could just throw away the corruption and the greed. That's These people need to corruption. serve the people, yeah. serve the people, not serve their yeah. wallet. And um, yeah. my son got politically sacrificed by the Florida Sheriff's Organization and the education system of Florida. Yeah, I mean, I, those might be hard words, but I, I walked it. Okay? And, yeah. Um, it's, it's sad. And I, really and I, I, got, I got a bunch of people you know. now with their hands up, so let's bring them on. Uh, 214, go ahead, mm-hmm. and then I'll bring on 406 next after you. Go ahead. Well, yeah, well, one one thing real quick, if I could finish, was uh, there was something I saw out here. Bobby oh, I'm sorry. Here. Yeah, sure. DeSantis, yeah, DeSantis apparently is Florida cabinet approves conservation easement for 3,634-acre ranch, South Polk County. Is that the say They're listing it as G3. that another G3? Uh, yeah, it, I'm, I was trying to figure out. And, cause, and the reason I'm mentioning it is because, if DeSantis isn't in, um, working with them or whatever else, that's a whole other mess because DeSantis does, definitely does have some um, friends in real estate and the property, you know, the investors here. So That's going to be underneath Tufts. That's going to be Compton Realty in my area and the Tufts, the representative Tufts. She, she is a lawyer, real estate. She works, I believe, for Compton Realtor. Her dad was appointed to the real estate board of Florida by Governor Scott, her dad. That word oh, tux, geez. you'll see that, but uh, yeah. um, G3, G3 is big enough to be in Polk. I heard they have thousands and thousands of acres out in the Midwest. They farm for the government. They farm corn and um, soybean. They're like a fourth-generation farmer. These guys are living the good life. Their house is 17,000 feet. 
Wow. 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 Well, this, okay. this particular article I'm reading was May of this year, so May 25th of this year that this was just happening. We're and in I guess Pogo. it started out by saying Florida Governor DeSantis, <clears throat> excuse me, Cabinet, on Tuesday approved perpetual conservation easement for property South Pole County, G, the G3 ranch, approximately six miles southwest across Cross blah, blah, blah. But anyway, wow. the whole thing is like, yeah, the, this is how much control they have over all the government is what it comes down to. It's got to be wow, exposed. I didn't know it's that. Sally, could you send that to Nathan later? Sure. Yeah, because Nathan, you know, he'll send it to me. For anybody that's looking, I, I did post a link to it in the um, chat. Wow, so, yeah, see, they, look how – maybe that's why I'm not getting anywhere. Um, yeah. There are people right now where, where, where they're not coming out to my farm because they're, they're scared, but they also believe that they're going to murder me. And oh, there's my people Lord. worried well, about well, that. No, they, they well, told we me, you, you know, we're worried. Much. Yeah, you're unmuted, 214. No. You're unmuted. Go ahead. That's Gunslinger, I think. Go ahead, Gunslinger. You're unmuted. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is this is Gunslinger from Dallas, Texas. Okay. I ran into this kind of the similar thing. I'll tell you exactly what the little city is called the Soto, Texas. It's one of the suburbs outside of Dallas. Okay, that's where I grew up around. In fact, I graduated the way to the Soto High School in 1983. Okay. And we fought the city back and forth. My dad went up there. Oh, my God. He almost got into fist fights with the city council. Because <laughs> that's how corrupted these son of bitches are. Okay. And yeah. back, in yeah. 90, back in 97, I got him good. I got him real good. Because I made a uh, 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 effigy. Okay, I took a shirt, a pair of pants, and I stuffed them full of beer cans. <clears throat> and I went up there to the front of my property, which is 200 feet off the road, and I built me a hangman's noose. Okay, and I hung it, and I put the mayor. He lost the election that year. They're still talking about it. I'll put a picture of it in the I mean, these people were shaking in their boots, let me tell you. I had the mayor call me. Oh, 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 oh. you can feel that scared attitude. Oh, oh, oh. Can, I, can I help you, sir? Oh, oh, oh. Made the front news of a newspaper and made that little bastard lose election that year. It's all credited to me. They're supposed to be the cops. We, had, we had the cops down there. We had everybody down there. And the cops said, they knew nothing about it. This free speech. It's, it's First Amendment free speech. So wow. you, have, you have to fight fire with fire. You're not going That's to true. fight fire with a squirt with a squirt gun. You think you're going to put out a house fire with a garden hose? <laughs> Good luck. No. No, you're not going let to me, let me unmute four oh six two. I got four zero six two. You stay you can stay on gunslinger, but I just want to unmute everybody because I don't like making people wait. But um four oh six go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, this is Joe. Oh, I have a phone on my, yeah, my face and feed number was working for some reason, so I had to use this one. So I called in because I was listening for a few minutes about, um, I'm, and what I'm summing up is that this particular uh, guest that you have there is, is being uh, the target of some sort of real estate corruption. I guess they want your property for some reason. I don't know what it is. I called in. Uh, Correct. I came in too late, but, but what I did want to say is that if Joe Gibson says he's going to call somebody, he's going to call them. So if you give Joe the number of the person that you want to um, 
get some attention towards because you give her the Joe and Joe will give him a call and uh, you know well <laughs> we'll take it from would there. Would you like we'll to have the their lawyer's phone number too? Did <laughs> I have her name too? Did I'm sending we'll have her a letter? You know, I don't care. <laughs> okay, here's another one. This is Highlands. We'll this is Highlands it. County. <laughs> now, yeah. Highlands County, Florida. Um, her the lawyer is Miss Sexton, and um, her number is four zero seven eight seven three two zero eight five, and she's very vague. Okay, and um, yeah, we got vague. already got the governor's one. Very vague. Oh yeah, we you got know. the governor. We know who that. Well, and your representative, we'll get, we'll get them too. That's where we'll start. We'll move right up the ladder. You know, the sons of bitches. You know, you can't. You got cancer. You can't even go pull into your own driveway to your home. What the hell's going on? What did these this G three? What the hell's a G three? You know, this is the first I ever heard of a G three. It sounds like some kind of football team or something. What the hell's going on here? You know, with G three. No, they're they actually. <laughs> I Sally, I didn't know that they did that in Polk. I'm I'm looking forward to reading that because it looks like that Tuck's name in real estate um, after he was appointed, and this is just hearsay at my end, but he, they made they knew the highway was coming in, and old man Tuck's got a little wind of it, and he bought some land in front of the highway. So when the highway was put through Sebring area. He made a couple of million dollars off it. Oh, that's wow. why they want your land. Okay. I just know. Yeah, well, my land they want the water. water. Uh, I sit on water and drainage next to that big hunting preserve. Now they have at my house. Like I have reported it to the sheriff's department. They came out here. There was eight cameras, and were they could have caught the person who drove by in the golf cart shooting at my house from the G3 side, and the sheriff's department would not go over there. When I asked the judge, can I have all eight of them, Judge Beto would only give me three of them and said, five ways to escape. She said, you don't need them. I I couldn't go any too much further on it, but um, she was a little annoyed at me, put me in contempt. Um, I guess I can do that to you. Oh, yeah, I, I call up Sally. I want to say something after Sally finishes. No, go ahead. I, no. I was talking. I didn't need to. Yeah, well, <laughs> the main thing I was just trying to tell, uh, DeSantis has been aligned with uh, big realtors, uh, big property owners, whatever you want to call them, investors in the state. Um, in fact, uh, when he ran for governor the first time, one of his biggest contributors was uh, this guy, Pedify or something like that. It's a weird name. And he, and he owned massive land, and then they were going to do a bunch of development, and this guy was going to be right in line with all that. And then a bunch of people did block it. There was a lot of protesting because DeSantis was all ready to give him all this big deal. And this guy, just what I heard just recently, um, with DeSantis running for the presidency, this particular same guy was one of the bigger donors, but he he has withdrawn some of his funding. He hasn't been funding him too much. But the whole thing is, DeSantis is in bed with a lot of the uh, real estate people. And uh, Karen, I don't know if Karen's out there listening now, but she can tell you some of the stories too about the garbage DeSantis has done with land in Florida. So there's there's no wow. telling what else. This this all sounds pretty much um, what I would expect, I guess, from him. So I'll send the info to um, 
to uh, Nathan. Nathan. Um, I don't. I, I probably have your email someplace if you still have one active, uh, but I haven't. Um, yeah, I'm still alive. Uh, believe it or not, <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> iffy there for a bit. I want to tell you that it did, wasn't no fun. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you that I was there. Yeah, the, I didn't. They see. They thought they got it all, all the cancer. Then they had to go back in. Then they had to go. Then they had to nuke me after. Oh, uh, I never. They finally got it where they say it's 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 might be livable, you know. But um, I should have the right to be able to pull up to my house with my groceries and my water. Um, there was Can some I, times I, on a hot day I felt I I couldn't even walk in. You know, I I, I couldn't I, make the walk. Can I add something real fast? Gunslinger. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Joe. If you look, if you look in the chat room, there is a print screen of how I hung the mayor in effigy. Check that out. Made the front newspaper, you know, in the local newspaper. It can be done. I mean, it can be done. I did this in '97, uh, but I think they're still talking about it. I mean, well, that's well, why I'm called a gun. I, I wear a gun. I think. Yeah, uh, Joe, you want to say something? Montana Joe? Well, I thought he did. <laughs> um, you know, I, like I said, I, like, this is a case for Mike. Mike's down in your area. Mike, he's always calling into this show, and I don't know where he is tonight. But uh, he's with the National Militia uh, community, and he's got a lot of connections. And you know what? We, we, we need to get those boys over there, you know, making sure that nothing happens to you. And and get some media attention to this, like you said, and then uh, it'll start costing them votes because this is ridiculous. This is disgusting. No, well, right now is the the guy came in and tried to use that loader because you know, I couldn't run it, and he kind of roughed it in. But then they um, G three the young the young man panicked and he wouldn't run, you know, run it, and um, they thought they were going to confiscate the loader and throw the kid in jail, so he quit clearing the land for me and um sheriff came out and said no 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 we're gonna leave you alone but the kid already took off is um we got somebody in the area who has a decent sized loader i'm trying to make a little road through the woods at least it's it's not really mine but nobody uses it you know and i'm just trying to get on level ground but why should you have i still to can't drive though, my you know why should you have no to do i shouldn't that? have That's to do right. that there's the gate is locked now if I go down there, obviously I'll be in trouble for trespassing, and I'm not going to do be stupid. Uh, I know they're yeah. antagonizing me; they want me to go to violence. I'm not going to do that. I'm too old and old, old and beat up for that anyway. Um, so I step back. But um, during this whole thing, they came at me when I, like I said, I lost my dad. Uh, three months later, I lost my son, diagnosed with cancer. This is when they came at me the hardest. The, 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 I've never been broken down so much mentally till I got cancer and physically. Well, my son's um, death totally fried me. I got lost for a long time there. You know, and... Um, yeah, that's understandable. It, but uh, you shouldn't have to be going through this. I mean, uh, well, I'll definitely, I'm definitely going to keep up with the, with your story. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I'll be calling these people tomorrow. Matter of fact, uh, my guest canceled for tomorrow night, so... I think tomorrow, what I'll do is I'll call some of these people live on my show, and uh, 
you know, get this get this going because uh, we need you need exposure because this has to stop. They have to back off, and I want to do some investigating on this G3. Uh, I want to know what they're about and you know what 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 exactly they're really about and who funds them and how they started and how they obtained their money. Yeah, I'm sure it was criminally. Well, they, I so. can I can tell you this: they do have a nonprofit. I, I just um, somebody read it and said it, they noticed they had a nonprofit. They also had, um, you know, they're big. The last word is Grisby. Um, I can tell you, and, and it's 350 acres, a five foot by eight foot Christian flag that flies over their front of their gate. And, and they yeah. got a, a, a front that is beautiful. I mean, Christian big flag. You said Christian flag? Did you say, yeah, yeah I'm losing yes, you. You're fading out again. You're yeah, they, they have a Christian flag. Yeah, I got out of the living room. I got to stand right here. I didn't know this because I'm out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. It is, uh, I'll have to, yeah. it's, I have to stand here. Um, they have a Christian flag with five feet by eight feet flying. And um, I, I, I'm very spiritual. My wife is a real big believer, and my, my boys are all. Uh, my mother's an American Indian, so I just kind of stayed with my heritage. And um, yeah, I can't understand all that. Um, people explained it to me that you, know, you can toot your whistle doesn't mean you're going to be a good Christian. You know, it's, um, they're <laughs> well, human. They're, they're robbing they're, you. you know, they're, they're robbing you. That's what yeah. good Christians do. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, oh, and I'm sure I wanted to put a reward out. I'm going to do it on my TikToks. A reward for any information of who you were shooting at my life. And I, I do believe you're going to find it to be their children. You know, they're about that age horsing around, you know. And um, yeah. we found little whiskey bottles down there. And I'm okay, but you got to own up for shooting at my life and shooting at my property. And, and it's um, they shot at the house carelessly, and I wasn't here, but the lady was um, doing work here. And um, like I said, no, I'm alone now. I could get picked off pretty easy, but I pay attention. But I wouldn't mind seeing the militia. They, you know, they're more than welcome. I got empty rooms. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'll, I will definitely be contacting a few of them. I, I assure you that. You know, I wanted to make sure I heard your story, got you on the podcast first. But uh, you know, this is just ridiculous, and it should not be tolerated by any of us out there. We should all be pissed off because it can happen to us too. It has happened to me, actually. No, but, worse. <laughs> but, no but, I heard uh, about I you. Story. I didn't, um, uh, Nathan's going to give me one of your books. I didn't, um, oh, okay. yeah, me and you have something in common, don't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> you're not a three in this nation as much in it. We're, we're all almost at one time feeling like broken patriots. So, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've all been victims of corruption in one way or another. Gunsling has already told us about one particular solution that he that he feels was effective. Yeah, all of us in one way or another has been the victim of corruption here in the in, in America. That's a shame. Yes, sir. It's a joke. It's a shame. Yeah. Can I say? Can I, I say um, something else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Gunsling. Go ahead. Well, you know, there's a lot of people in this country that are delusional because they think that they're free, okay? And remember, it's not the country. The country is the most greatest thing since creation of this planet. There's nothing wrong with the country. 
the soil, the ground, okay? It's your government is what stinks. That's the one that yes, sucks. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay? Sir. And people go around and preach that, oh, you're free, you're free. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. You got a driver's license, don't you? You got a birth certificate, don't you? You carry a gun in, in, in certain places, they'll throw you in prison. You call that free? I don't. And I live in Texas, okay? And I've got, this is one of the biggest guns-friendly states in the entire nation, even though we have constitutional carry down here. You still are limited to where you can carry that gun. So are we really free? Are we really constitutional? And you have no border down there in Texas. You have no zero border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abbott's good on the... Yeah, Abbott's good on the border, but you know what would be a good oh, tagline? Yeah, Some, somebody should think of this. Somebody should say, I love my country. It's my government I'm afraid of. I'm glad I thought of that tagline. Yeah, that's a good T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I wonder where you, you know? heard that from. <laughs> yeah, Sally, you should pick it up. I, it, would be, it would be something you could use on your show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, God, what a concept. I would have never thought about that. Oh, I love That's right. I love my country. It's my government I'm afraid of. I better make a note of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, um, they don't care about they care. They, they get greedy. They're all corporations are greedy. They suppress the people down here at the bottom. Profits are high for corporation. Wages are low. We're not taking care of our youth in the aspect of vocational schools, um, technical schools to teach them trades. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big person on vocational schools and trades. If we could get to that, that that would help some. But um, I did hear the border was pretty wide open down in Texas. Yeah. yeah. What about these gentlemen? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Clear. Yeah, it is. It is open, but Governor Abbott, thank God for him, okay, or is defying the federal government. You know, when they say uh, take down the, the the barbed wire, he goes back and puts it back up. Yay for him! Yay for him! We have to stop this illegal invasion. This is an invasion. We're at war here, okay. These people that are coming across this this border, not only in Texas but all the way up and down. They are not scholars. They are not scientists. They are not the cream of the crop. They're the bottom scum. They are the criminals. They are the lowlifes, whatever you want to call them, drug addicts, whatever you want to call them. And this is what we're getting. I mean, put piranhas in that damn Rio Grande. I don't care. Alligators. I mean, feed the alligator. You know what I mean? It's got to be stopped. No, you know, you know what? I was... I've told people it's a good thing I'm not the president because I would put up 50, uh, 50 caliber guns. Anybody step foot in the Rio Grande River. Me too. Me too. Damn right. Hell yeah. All along that damn border. You betcha. It would only take a few. Okay, it'd only take a few. And the rest of them would run like cowards. On anything. Just like the government. Remember back in the founding days of this, of this country, the founding fathers, what did they put into the Constitution? Treason. Okay, what is the what is the penalty for treason? And it's still that way today, right now. What is the penalty for treason? Hanging from by the highest a rope. Street. Hanging from the by a rope. Street. And it wouldn't uh-huh. take very many. It wouldn't take very many of these politicians swinging by a tree, and the rest of them would get the get the get the oomph real fast. 
I heard something about Trump was going to put a bunch of gators down in the Rio Grande. That was how he was going to take care of the illegal uh, invaders who put the gators down there. They're better than any uh, patrol. (laughs) Border patrols can have to take care of those gators. Didn't they just kill a, a, a down there in Florida, like a, a 15-foot gator? That, didn't they eat a woman or something? A woman got eaten up yeah. by a gator? Yes, I heard that. <laughs> Most <Yeah>. likely. <laughs> yeah, so there's no problem yeah. for this thing. Bring some them big boys up here. Jeez. We'll get rid of them, no doubt about it. Now, I, I well, actually used to um, work with the Seminole Indians cleaning the gator pens as a kid. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> You know, so I, remember, I know I have some knowledge here. I could might be able to pick out some good ones about, for you. What about the Parkland, the Parkland school shooting? There was a father that was a big spoken for uh, uh, advocate for school security. And, 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 and I, I believe his name was Andrew Pondanop. No, no, that it was definitely Andrew. Um, his child got um, shot eight times. The law, what was passed? That's actually very good. You bring that up. Um, the law, what was passed? Um, what I worked on with that coalition of parents, if that was applied, that massacre would have never happened. It was wow. traced back that there was 66 times that the guy who snapped and did all the killing, he called in 66 times, and I believe it was the NRA, the National Rifle so they were able to confirm 39 happened. Okay? Wow. So, they there was enough time. Again, they did not do the law correctly. Here's something that if your child is ever bullied in a Florida school, and it starts where it's starting to affect the child, don't ask for the resource officer to take the complaint. And the reason for it, and West Palm Beach has their own officers just for the schools. If the school takes it. It becomes Florida education's property. If you ask for the officer to come outside, request it to come outside other than a resource officer, then you can get a copy of the report. If the other way, really? you can't get a copy of the report. Yes, I, these are little things I have learned. Just like my son's case, when you have post-traumatic stress disorder, I don't care who it is, battle fatigue, whatever you want to call it, if I can get to you in the first 24 hours, I have a chance to get 100% recovery no matter what you've been through. I don't care what you've seen. If you get the proper person there, it could have saved my child. I don't find out to nine days, two weeks later, um, what was really going on. You see where it got embedded into them? Yeah, but after yeah. 48 hours, you, you're already sucking wind. So when those children got massacred in Broward, would never happen, going to happen. And if I remember right, it was 17 children, two adults, then other children who could not handle what they seen has done suicide. And there was definitely two of oh, them. Oh my goodness! And there'll probably wow. be more. Because I, I just know because I've been around it. I don't mean to be negative here. But yeah. um, no, no, you're fine. We, we, you know, it could have been avoided, uh, but a gun, dang it! Sally's seen some of my literature over the years, and, and some of it really did help the children. 
Um, but they don't, in Florida, schools don't really want to report bullying or any type of violence. Um, even today, even in today's keep, climate, because this happened years ago with your son, but so you, so all these years later, it hasn't changed? Has, has anything changed? No, it hasn't school? changed, and it, it's, it's worse. I've wow. talked to parents over the years. I pretty well stayed to myself now because of my illnesses the last few years. But when I would bump into people and people would talk to me in my um, area, no matter what color they were or height they were, um, the law was not being applied. Um, if you bring it up, they don't want to hear it. Um, what happens is I spoke out is what got me in trouble. Why, why did a child get beat for two hours and 47 minutes? Then you dump them in my living room. And I yeah. people should have lost a job. Um, I The closest I could ever get to it, the resource officers were not even working that day. They couldn't find them. And the closest I could ever come up with, and I confronted them on this, is um, they were having, the resource officers were having sex with a teacher. And that's why they weren't patrolling the school. And when I came up with that through my little contacts, I, I confronted people, and they didn't want to, um, the champion of children, they, you know, you, they don't even want to see me anymore. Um, I was actually waiting for the wife to pass. I I, I, listen, I brought the issue up mm-hmm. here. You know, uh, you know, with, why isn't there more resource officers in, or, or armed guards in our schools? You know, I, you know look, I, I, with the school shootings, I don't want to see locks on the door. I don't want to see metal detectors. I want to see somebody standing in the doorway with a gun. You know, because yep. just, just, so this way, if a shooter comes, he gets shot. That's it. You know, period. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what's a locked door going to do? Nothing. You know, and, and, and <laughs> well, nothing. Remember, nothing here. remember, remember that mall shooting they had up here just north of Dallas. Okay, that cop he ran. Okay, like from the other side of the other around the corner of this mall. Okay, he ran mm-hmm. to where the shooter was, and he shot him in the head. That's just yeah, see, they didn't do that. Remember Parkland, yeah. which you just asked. Yeah, we all know. Yeah. And I said this to my friend. I said, when that officer ran, it's on the film. He ran. I said, yeah. I don't know why the man couldn't at least pop off a few rounds in the ground. It, you know, just to, to disturb the shooter. So he ran, and he got his he got fired. And I remember yeah. telling my friend Nathan, I said he got fired, but I said I'll tell you what, they're going to rehire him. Now, it took about three years and some lawsuits. They had to reinstate that officer. Really? Okay, that officer got reinstated. Yes, sir. He got (laughs) reinstated. That's our Florida Sheriff's Organization. See, why aren't they talking about that? Dana Lash and all them with the gun. They were all big on it to fire the guy, and now now they don't talk about it now that he gets rehired. That's why the corporate news media sucks. It's all a bunch of full of crap lies. It's a puppet show. It's a puppet show. No, they don't believe that. Because you see, the sheriff, his name was Scott. The guy who was the, the head guy was Scott. I think it was Israel. Israel. Israel was his name. And um, Governor Ron DeSantis um, shit-canned him. He turned around and did sue. I don't know if he ever got his job back, but he got money, you know. But um, nothing – I don't really know Ron DeSantis, but he exploited that situation on that – probably ain't going to help me now on on this situation. 
but I felt like he exploited those that situation on the on the massacre. And um, you know, people don't realize it's just not the the 19 children and the ones who did the suicide. The the tr- the way it tears into a family, hundreds of families that affected, um, yeah. with the survivors and what they've seen, those families oh. are are going to become dysfunctional. Those children have a, a high, high rate of alcohol, drugs. Um, they, they're all going to have that, and, and they're going to have that fight. Um, I had to sell half my property, and I was paying for all my son's um, medical and even mental. And at least one of the doctors came to me, and he says, Mr. Bean, it was a good thing you spent all that money, or Matthew would have been an alcoholic. Wow. So there was yeah. a, so I did lose a lot, you know, a lot of the ranch, but it was for a hell of a good cause. Um, yeah. At least he's not going to go down that. He didn't go down drugs or drinking, but they said he would have, because, you know, just by what well, we know about. Yeah, you're talking about like, immense trauma, trauma when it's when it gets imprinted into the neurology of our brains especially when you're a kid who's susceptible to that type of, um, of situations that occur in front of them, of course. And this is what the government is, is counting on as well. The government is not there to help us. The government yeah. is there to destroy us. Yep. Mm. Yep. yep. You got that right, Yeah, Joe. here's you something. Um, right. <laughs> hey, Sally, I, I don't know if you can remember, but I remember when you said this to me because I had all these files, people. And I'm expecting education to do their job, law enforcement, the Florida Department of Law. I'm, I'm expecting them to do their job. And I'm bringing them all this information on, on what happened to my son and his um, situation. And Sally one time looked at me and she says, Bobby, how is it to give the information over to the enemies? And me not thinking <laughs> of the government that way at that time, me being naive, you know. <laughs> And I don't know if Sally remembers. She says, how's it feel? And i got to say, Sally, I, I remember that because I was giving yep. it like I was going to get something done. And yep. the more I gave them, the deeper they cut my throat. Yep. Yeah. That was, yep. that was very astute it. of Sally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, how's how's yeah. it feel, you know? Well, they people tell me the same thing. I'm running for North Carolina House of Representatives here in North Carolina, and uh, – you know, uh, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I really so badly want to get in there so I could just be, I, you know, even if I, I know I'm going to shake the system up. I'm, I know I'm going to be shunned. They'll probably kick me out. They'll probably vote me out. Who knows? I don't know. But the point is, once I get in there, I'm in there, you know, and I'm going to make my name for myself. And, they, and either it's a good, I don't really care if good name, bad name. I know I'm going to stand up for the Constitution and restore our republic the best way I can. And all the people that don't follow me and walk with me, they're traitors. That's how I'm going to see it. These people that are elected into office in 2024, if they don't stand by me and stand with the Constitution, they're traitors. And that's what I'm going to call them out. I will call them all out on the House floor. <clears throat> I had the right of tranquility, right? Yeah. Joseph, I've had the what? right of tranquility, right? Yes. Yeah. My family had the right to live in tranquility and peacefulness. It's somewhere in one of the documents I read one time. Okay? Yes. More than uh, once. Let me give you two examples. I'm not getting it. Let me give you two examples of 
how corrupt this government is, and this happened close to me down here in, in outside of Dallas here. We all remember the Branch Davidians, Waco, Texas. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm 65 miles. I'm 65 miles from that place. I was there after the siege. I talked to the lady that was standing right by David Koresh, which I don't agree with the religious aspects or anything like that. But we went down there because it's so close to me, 65 miles. I had to go down there and see this place because I've seen it from the TV and all the news reports, and it went on for, you know, months and whatever. I wanted to go down there and see this place. So I went down there and seen it, okay? I stood right on, the, right on the property there. I mean, it's wow. The second one you ought to, uh, you, you don't hardly ever hear of, is uh, put in Google Joe John Gray of Cedar Creek Lake. I actually met that man. I met Joe John Gray. And he witnessed a murder in the little one asshole town that he lives right by which is, I think, it's Seven Points down there. Because I used to have a lake property down there in Cedar Creek. And he witnessed this murder. And they was trying to kill him, just like they're trying to kill you. Drive-by shootings on his property. The whole night. We went down there two times delivering food down there. And, man, it was him, his wife, his two sons, all uh, packing AK-47s, 45s on their hip. And they said, "Uh, you want to come in there and get us? Okay, let's lock and load. Let's rock and roll. That's right there, down there on the Trinity River. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, what did he see? drive up to this what gate. Did he see? What did he see, Gunslinger? What did he see? I mean, he's seen this murder, okay, in Seven Points, Texas, and the cops covered it up. And he said, and he flew. He, he, he fled, 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 okay. And they knew who he was, and they knew who, where he lived at everything. Because he lived down there for like 30 years, 40 years, something like that, Okay. And when we went down there, there were these locked gates and everything, and we would sit there looking around, and all of a sudden, John Joe and his wife and his two sons comes out there packing AK-47s on their shoulders and 45 pistols on their hips, and we're going, all right, we come in peace. We got, we, we brought you some food. We heard you heard about your deal on the radio and everything. And he said, yeah, sure, come on in. So we sat there, and we talked to him about two hours. Man, uh, Alex Jones was down there. Doing a, doing a piece on it and everything. Go look it up. I made uh, what's one of the big uh, news places on TV, uh, Nightline. I think it was Nightline. They did like a big thirty-minute hour thing on Joe John Gray. Go look. Go Google it. I met that man. Oh, I don't know what happened yeah. to him now? They finally got him, or I don't know if they finally let him alone or or something. But man, that was that was like the Wild West. <laughs> okay. Well, it's uh, it's not funny here. I mean, um, I I walked in the day, and I'm not being, you know, I carry my friend with me. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I make sure I got I'm ready to um, that I can be get I can get easily ambushed out here. I know that. I pay attention, but I've been in the woods most of my life too. So um, it's not um, it it, it, it we can all get that. It destroyed the wife. <laughs> yeah, no, we all can be God. I mean, um, it was. There's more to the wife story. One day with Nathan, um, the wife had that nervous breakdown over her boy. The only good thing about the wife having dementia that she never knew she had breast cancer. Her dementia was that bad, and she never knew about the boy's death. She didn't have to live through that. She was gone already. But. Um, I need to get my groceries up to my house. <laughs> and um, 
Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah. How do you? That's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah he can't go grocery shopping or anything because well, you're gonna carry him through the woods. Well, you're gonna carry him through the woods. We gotta get you some people down there to to, to watch your back, and uh, uh, at least until the and to, something has to give. I mean, they have to. I mean, they have to like leave you alone, or or there has to be an agreement made because it just can't carry on like this. Uh, or they're just waiting for you to, you know, they, maybe they know you got had cancer and they're hoping you die or something. I don't know. Oh, you but, bet uh, they're hoping I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> you you know, bet they're going to uh, help me die. Yeah. Um, but, you know, G3 is a Christian-based company. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, they that's advertise cool. that. And um, they're in real estate, too. Um, if you go, like I said, you go to my TikToks, but people, if I can get some action on those TikToks enough to start going viral, um, I can keep um, – my son helps me to put out the, the prettier ones because he knows a little bit about how to do that. And um, and the way I get my groceries back back and forth, sir, I actually have a little red wagon. <laughs> it has two flat tires right now, wagon. but I have a little red <laughs> wagon, and I I I I had one when I was a little when I was a little lad, and and I laugh at it when I pull it now a little bit, but um, I pull my little red wagon through the the little path I made, you know, and um. That's, where that's, uh, where's that's, uh, my leaders? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got one of the militia guys calling my phone now. You, you think you, you call into the show, you dummy? <laughs> you know, he actually he's from down there in Florida, so I'm going to send him a text here in a second. I'm going to call into the call into the show. Uh, you know, and uh, I guess I, I don't know how far off he's from you. He's down there in Florida. I know that. And uh, mm-hmm. so let me see if I can get him to call into the show. But yeah, I mean, because this has to be, this has to be, there has to be attention brought to this, this uh, because, like you said, if they're trying to kill you, then uh, you know, or uh, then this has to be stopped. Because well, I don't want, I don't want something to happen, happen to you. I mean, that would be a shame, folks. If if two weeks from now or a month from now we hear this guy is, is, is was found supposedly dead in the woods, or you know, or you know, or, or he turned up missing, or you know, or they come up with some concocted story. He died of a heart attack or something when he had cancer, you know, because that's what they'll do, you know, they'll poison you or something. So you know, it's just it's 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 the, the, the government is. <laughs> trust me, they are evil. They tried to kill me twice, so <laughs> I mean, no, they are my, evil. My my girl, uh, the girl who helps me in here, she had a pet cat. That cat came dead next to that fence line, and boy, whoo, that didn't go over too good with her. Um, I didn't see who <laughs> shot it, but um, I can only imagine since it's on that side of the of the property, it was um, it was G3 Ranches who shot the animals. And um, when you read oh, my book, wow. you'll learn yeah. more. And remember, that's DirtyBlueLine.com, one word. Okay. Yep. And um, yeah, I went it was kind of bold to use that that yeah. terminology. You know, I, I was speaking out 20 years before the corruption got as bad as it is now. Um, some people don't like that word, but um, when your child is politically sacrificed, you step across lines. You don't care. You know? Yeah, like and, I um, like that. I went to your um, I went to your site about a half an hour ago. You got a PDF that's available for download. Yes, sir. Oh, your site is down. Is it, is it is it site up and running right now? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. DirtyBlueLine.com. Okay. I thought it would okay. be about I'll post this, uh, the link in the chat room. Cop corruption. <laughs> All right. The link is okay. in the chat room, Joe. Okay, yeah. good, good. It's yeah, um, I'm paying attention to the phones and, and other links and everything. This guy's saying he's got no service. What is it down there in Florida? You guys don't get no cell phone service down there in Florida or something? <laughs> no, actually, yeah. I had difficulty getting yours for a minute. It flipped me around a little bit. Then I was actually a little, uh-oh, we're not going to hook up. But yeah, um, We've got about 15 remember. more minutes to the show, actually. But, uh, uh, okay. so, uh, you know, anyone who wants to call in, 657 uh Press number one. Uh, where's Tave tonight? He's another one, too. You know, I got all these killers that come onto my show, but they're never here when I need them, you know? <laughs> uh, there's Mike uh-huh. now from Florida. So let me connect Mike there. And uh, he's from he, he, with the National Militia, RighteousArmy.org, BigVirusHoax.com uh, or .org. Um, Mike, welcome to the show. Can you hear me? Hey, brother. Yeah, can you, How you, can doing? you hear me, man? I've got... Okay, man, my service sucks here and where I'm at, man. It's really bad. I, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm my, here with I Mr. Bean. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. No, I tried to call in five times in the last five minutes, and my phone either, you know, like I even got to the point where it says, your call has, you know, welcome to Blog Talk Radio, boom, and then it goes off, you know. So yeah, I have problems with my phone, too, Mike. Yeah, I have problems with my phone, too, Mike. Maybe it's just my yeah. show. Maybe they just don't want you guys calling into my show. That could be it. What do you think? <laughs> well, Mr. So Bean, anyway. uh, uh, we, I got Mr. Bean here on the line, and uh, you know he's he's he, he's he's you know I, I'm, I'll, I'll talk to you after the show, Mike, pretty much. But I, I was telling him he needs some uh, the militia there at his at his home, good because he's he's being basically. How would you say it, Joe uh, Montana Joe? How would we say it? How was the corruption? How was the government corruption? Uh, what do you call it? Real estate uh, corruption? Or how would you call this kind of corruption? Yeah, uh, I would call it corruption uh, using real estate against um, you know a particular target. Now I don't know the uh, the ins and outs of what happened here to Mr. Bean. I know that his property is valuable. I don't know exactly why. Um, I guess I missed that. I came in too late onto your show. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody. I've been witness to two different accounts of corruption. I'm sure that if everybody thinks back in, in time, they will they will notice that they've been either the victim of or have witnessed corruption themselves. This is the biggest problem that's plaguing America. It's not the pandemic. It's not racism. It's not the illegals. It's corruption because corruption yeah. allows all of these evils that we talk about to exist. It's the politicians. They got this guy Mike, where he has to he has to pull a wagon. Yeah. He has to cut through the wood. He, they won't even let him into his own driveway in his home. I mean, this is this is terrible. And he owns the property. He has twenty acres. Uh, you know, and they won't even let him. I mean, and the, every politician he's tried to contact, they snow blow him. I mean, he's well known. Uh, his his son, his son um, was, was a victim of bullying uh, many years ago. He's he's now out of the country. He's, he's lost his wife. He's by himself. Yeah. Uh, this man needs somebody to back him up, and because it, they, he said they shot out his security lights. This G3, uh, you ever heard of this G3 company or, or these ranchers or, uh, or, or, or homeowners? Home not me. I don't know of it. No, I'm talking. To, I'm talking to Mike. Oh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I'm not. Okay. 
All right. Well, we'll, 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 we'll uh, I'm, you're a researcher. We'll, we'll, we'll look into it. But the thing what we're trying to, trying to say, though, is, is that everyone needs to be alerted to this, and we've got to bring light to this and exposure because I don't want to see nothing happen to this man. Let this man live in peace, tranquility. I mean, he's been through enough in his life. I mean, the devastation of lo- losing his wife, a son, uh, actually two sons, because um, yeah, one son is not in the country anymore. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's disgusting. And it's just terrible. And, and he's a victim, like I was a victim. And and I, you know, I, when I see somebody who's in trouble, I like to help them, and I like to make sure they, right. they get some sort of, you know, help. Can it's I say nice one thing? Because I forgot to say what? this is um, the yeah. Peter Estrada, who's the state attorney in my book, and he and that's his real name in my book. He, twenty years later, he was the one who made the decision on this landlocking, and I asked him to stay recused. I mean, he was in my book negatively. He didn't shine. And to me, that judge should have stayed recused from that case. Yeah, um, yeah. My understanding, well, you stay recused for two things, financial, if you have any financial deal in it, or the second thing is if there's any animosity. I can't believe... I've been on many shows over the years that Peter Estrada, and I used his name many times in the book and that, and my book has circulated many times around here. And, you know, this judge should be removed. He he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, hey, Mike. What, Mike, uh, you want to tell them about your website, uh, the Big Virus Hoaxers, to go over? It? I mean, you ramble off pretty good about that. Uh, the big, you know, research you've done over the years, and and tell them a little bit about the national militia movement that we tried to get uh, around this country. The movement, if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, hold on, Josh. I'll get with you in a minute. My son was here asking me something. Um, yeah. No. The Big Virus Frankly, you know, I'm not saying it because it's a site I put together. It's it's the number one most valuable, important, significant, meaningful website on the Internet in terms of bringing to people's attention the truth about viruses, what they are, what they're not, the true science behind an alleged and so-called virus, vaccines, what's in vaccines, how they're merging technologies into vaccines, um, how they're using vaccines to tag, track, monitor, send out frequencies, um, you know, to – you know, that can cause illness or even cause death. It's their, their plan for future population control. They, they've admitted this. This isn't a conspiracy theory. Um, you know, technology obviously exists, and it's ever-evolving, and they're merging it into um, vaccines. The, the concept of a virus has o- only been used for the purpose of getting people to accept vaccines. That's the basis for a vaccine is the alleged existence of a virus, and there has n- never been a virus ever isolated purified and set aside as a specimen and proven to exist it's all it's all smoke and mirrors bullshit there are no viruses um it's just it's just it's just a complete scam and it's to get people to accept vaccines because once they can get people to accept vaccines now they can i'm losing you mike Uh, yeah we're losing you they are can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, have go problems here, especially, especially when I start talking about these issues. On my call drops all the time, so they'll probably <laughs> cut me off here any second. Um, <laughs> I mean, Bill Gates has come right out and said, if if we make vaccines properly, we can lower the population. What the hell does that mean? 
with vaccines, we can lower the population. Bill Gates has flat out said that. Bill Gates is the one that's trying to come out with what are called tech tats. Um, that's why they also spent the last 30 years conditioning people to accept tattoos as being some cool, you know, social trend, because now they'll be more receptive to receiving digital tattoos um, that they can, you know, use to scan for identification, tagging, tracking, the whole nine yards. So it's completely um, evil, corrupt, satanic, whatever word you want to put on it. Um, those that are, you know, for, for various reasons standing against it, uh, must unite and organize, which is why I created RighteousArmy.org, which was an effort to get um, people who are the militia, we the people are the militia, to unite and organize in a lawful and peaceful manner um, using law and organization, law and organization um, to support one another, to be able to defend ourselves against this tyranny, um, city to city, county to county, state to state. To be very um, fruitless because They've got people so stupefied, dumbed down now with the media, the, the movies, the cartoons, the music, the gaming industry. They've got people so zombified and stupefied um, into, into their self, self-destructive behaviors um, with the tats and the smoking and the drinking and the vaping and the carousing and the carousing and the women and the, the new liquor every week and, and going out and the ball games and the bullshit. That they know they've got them in a totally controllable state. They've even said they can hack the human mind. They've got control over... Um, the vast majority of people. So those that are, uh, that are aware of that, those that are awake, those that care about the truth, those that love the truth and seek truth, um, those types of people who I've identified as center-to-right conservative, you know, they, they can identify with such labels as Christian or conservative or patriotic um, or truther. They, they must begin to ban in, in little groups organizing city to city, county to county, state to state, um, every, I mean, every single person out there, like us, like me, should be putting forth an effort in their own community to have the phone number and the email and the address of, you know, at least 100 like-minded people in their area so they can all stand, for, stand with one another when the shit hits the fan again because um, it's going to hit the fan again. They're going to come out with more fake pan- pandemics, um, People are going to start dropping like flies because of the vaccines that they've received once they start sending frequencies out to make them drop, and then they're going to claim that that's a new variant. It's all structured and organized very strategically because they that's their way of being able to get away with it, make it look like it's some natural thing so they can get away with it while they're the ones that are uh, propagating it through technologies. So, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, a nutshell on, on the bigvirushoax.com and Righteous Army, how the two websites kind of merge together. Um, you know, Adam, uh, you, you know, who Joe introduced me to, uh, I believe he's in Ohio, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. Adam is really strong on militia organization, and he cited a couple of examples where he did exactly that. They've got 20 or 30 people um, that, you know, are all in, you know, organized so that they can all put on, you know, a similar shirt, carry their arms, and go to, a, uh, to, do, to, to defend somebody's situation. Now, as far as somebody's property being taken away from them, I mean, it's always nice to know what the inside story on that is, too. Whether it's wrong or right is irrelevant. It's just good to know what the basis for it is. Oh, you didn't pay your taxes. Okay, well, there's a basis for it. You know, oh, um, we're, we're going to imminent domain it. Okay, there's a basis for it. Even if it's wrong, 
it's good to know what the base is for. One of the things I can't stand is when we hear, oh, this person's just been railroading. The government's really corrupt, and, they, and they've destroyed their life and hijacked them, and they won't let them on their property or in their house. Why? <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we need to know both sides of the story so that we can deal with it appropriately. Because well, this gentleman was railroaded, Mike. I can assure you that. <laughs> right. Right. Mr. Bean was really screwed. <laughs> That's fine. But we've got to know what, the just, what, what their basis for that is. So that you can, it's called seeking remedy, right? And and it can only be yeah. done lawfully. I mean, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna go in there with, you know, twenty or thirty armed people and just shoot up all the judges and politicians, right? And, and go to prison <laughs> for the rest of our lives. Oh, you know? come on. <laughs> the the Why not, man? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, that's what Darn we want to do. To that, with you. <laughs> no, that's what we want to do, and that's what should be, and that's what should be done, and that's what would have been done 200 years ago. But we live in a different time. We live in an age no, again right. where people have been. Yep. These, yep. These people need to be but removed like, uh, through the yeah. through the law. The people need to be removed from the law, just like the judge. Peter Estrada needs to be removed. Um, when, when you hear more of the story, um, this this is a good old boy area, and it's what it is. It, but every all of us know of good old boys from Texas all the way to Maine. There's always those little hubs, and Sebring still got that strong little hub, and um, it's still downtown. It's I never could get anybody to totally explore deeply into it. I asked the FBI, but, you know, technically You're this is just a... You're not going to either. This, You're not going no, to. No, this, well, this happens everywhere you, if you speak yeah, out. Yeah, when that sheriff said to out. you that, uh, he's got to pay his mortgage. We all know what that means. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that yeah. meant I, my, my son was my son could was dead. That's, that's what it meant. Yeah, we yeah. didn't even have we we we're 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 just working class people, and um, I did, we just had it was a it was a home based business. I ran the printing presses, and the wife did the typesetting, and that's how the that's how big our print shop was. But I did have some good accounts, and um, they attacked your businesses. They make it rough on you. Um, for me to get my mail now, I got to go around the block about two miles. And um, what Dad. a mess! But I yeah, um, we're gonna work on it. We're gonna work on it. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll it's a mission. It's a mission. You got me interested in. Uh, uh, Mike, I'll talk to you. You know, uh, off the air on this stuff, and we'll see what we can do. And and uh, you know, because we're not gonna forget about you, Mister Bean. I assure you that. Um, I, what I'd like to do here now that we're getting to the end of the podcast is just do closing thoughts. I'll let you get the last word, Mister Bean. So uh, I'll start off uh, with you. Um, uh, let's see. Start off with four oh seven first, uh, Sally. Go ahead. Uh, closing thoughts to tonight's podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, Bobby, it's good to hear from you again. We'll have to keep in touch a little bit better. I was doing some other looking, searching out there, and it looks like this G3 is actually in Texas, too. So you go out there, this G3 ranch group seems to be pretty widespread. One of them was G3 plus G3 outfitters for their hunting or whatever else, and then a G2. So they're, they're, they're a big organization out there. They probably own half of the... Um, Southwest, the Southeast, whatever, when it comes to the government, the, which is just a sad state of affairs. It's um, I love my country. It's my government I'm afraid of, but I will talk to you later, and good luck. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, American Statesman, uh, your podcast. As always, tune in listen to that on Monday nights. Um, uh, Gunslinger, go ahead. You got anything you want to add here at the end? 
Well, you know, just always got to keep in mind that, you know, if you don't say something, you're going to be controlled like sheep. Bah. Okay. Because that's what they think you are. You, they think you're sheep, and they think that you're controllable, that you're stupid. Uh, they know it all. You know nothing. They know it all, and you know nothing. And that's their main goal. They're money-hungry. They're evil. They're demonic. Okay. Tell me yeah, I'm, I'm wrong. Like I don't think I can. Uh, so you have to fight fire with fire. Just like I said a while ago, you can't put a raging inferno out without a garden, with a garden hose. Have a nice night. Thank you, Gunslinger. Uh, Montana Joe, got anything you want to hear right, say at the end there, brother? Yeah. People, uh, be aware, pay attention, and realize that your government is so corrupt that it will sell um, America down the river for a few pieces of silver that already has done so and continue to do so. And it will touch you in your particular area. And do not think that just because there are laws written and you've elected officials into, um, into particular positions of office that they're going to help you out. Just wake up. And good night. Thanks, Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Uh, Mike, Mike, and then Mr. Bean, I'll let you, let you get the last words. Mr. Mike, you want to say something else, please? Yeah, just piggyback on what Joe said, for starters, um, it just kind of dawned on me. He said, you know, our government, you're, when everybody says that, your government, our government, our government is this, our government is that, people need to start realizing that it's not their government. And, and, and if they're accepting them as their government, it's like accepting Satan as your government, literally. Um, number one, we should be self-governing and at least take that position and say that God is our authority um, over them. And they are under us. People, people are always putting the government as if they're above us, like, oh, our government. They govern us. They govern me. They're the authority. No, we're the authority. They work for us. We put them there. And there are laws that stipulate that, and people need to take back that reality. So we need to stop saying our government or your government or the government, like as if they're the, the authority figure. They're not. We are, number one. That's a fact. That's not just talking, you know, slang. Um, and then what I, what I wanted to do is read here real quick an email I got for everybody's edification. I'm not sure how many people are familiar with this. It's an email I got today. It's a bigvirushoax.com. It says, my dear friends in America, I feel that this is true because it's being carried out by a shadow government agency. It says www.truedemocracy.net. Um, so here's what my relatively new friend sent me now for you. I have gotten this message from several people so far. I have no idea whether it's true or not. However, I have said for several years that 5G was not installed around the world to make your cell phone operate a couple of nanoseconds faster. It has to have a much bigger, more sinister rationale behind it for them to spend the hundreds of billions of dollars to put it everywhere on the planet. These guys have had all of what we are seeing today planned out, if not for many decades at least years in advance, and they will go to any expense to achieve their goals of a 95% reduction in world population. Pride, BLM, COVID, Sleepy Joe, Trump, and MAGA, fentanyl, the huge Soros caravans from all over the world to our back door, toxic train wrecks, the burning down of countless meat processing facilities, gates buying up hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland and building cricket farms, putting every kind of social misfit in key government positions feeding us a constant stream of hashed-up lies through the media. I could go on and on, but I think you get the picture. Is October 4th and or October 11th the day we see millions more bite the dust through activation of the graphene oxide that was in the jabs 
and nasal swabs used to test for the phony COVID virus? I don't know, but if you had either of them, you may want to be prepared by following the few simple steps outlined in this video. It costs absolutely nothing except shutting down your cell phone, TV, computers, etc., for a couple of hours. The message is very short and to the point. I do advise everyone to watch it and to pass it on to everyone they know, at least to those who are important in their lives. If you couldn't open the video on Facebook, try this one. FEMA's plan, October 4th at 2.22 Eastern. This test will send high-frequency wavelengths to activate graphene oxide when, wherever and in whomever has any inside them. Everyone will be affected. They have watered it in, in as well. When the EBS alarm goes off, do not try to stop the EBS sound in any way, as doing so will allow them to grab all your information from another source. I have also heard it will be on the 6th, but he is saying if not the 4th, then the 11th, um, one Wednesday and Friday. Shut off your phone at 2 p.m. Eastern for two hours to be safe. These frequencies can affect us physically, emotionally, and mentally. Protect yourself and your animals from these wavelengths by in, inactivating your phone. It will also activate TVs and radios. Additional options are wrap phone in aluminum foil or place in close Faraday cage. This is a high-frequency wavelength being used as a weapon of mass destruction. Anyone who took the, the jab has graphene. It is conductive and magnetic. Unsaid but implied, but take care where you are at this time. Also be sure to the attachment. Um, uh, I found the site uh, lost, saying lost fighter jet pilot was given orders to use a direct energy weapon. An entire city on mainland refused, ejected, disappeared. Peace, Arlene Johnson, publisher, author. Um, anyway, you know, again, I don't know if you guys have heard about that going around, but supposedly they're, they're, they're going to be activating some kind of a frequency or test on um, the 4th of October, and now I'm hearing either the 11th. Again, this could just be bullshit, fear-mongering, scare tactics, whatever, but they are uh, obviously um, this, you know, you know, just piggybacks about technology. They're absolutely using technology to send out for uh, Losing your mic. Losing your mic. Yeah. No, we get the logistics of it, Mike. You're absolutely right. It could be bullshit, but I, cause we've heard that before, you know, with, the, with these things. But I've, I've been it's, hearing the same thing. October 4th, October 11th. On the FEMA site. Yeah, yeah, it's even on the FEMA site. So there you have it. <laughs> so they're not even trying to hide it. Right, right. <laughs> you know? So, Mr. Bean, uh, you get the last word here, Mr. Bean. Go ahead there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I never got that with my wife yet, the last word. Um, <laughs> if you go to my website again, um, dirtyblueline.com, one word, you get a free copy of my book, or it's available on Kindle or Amazon. Another thing to look at is a Carolyn Strong interview of Bobby Bean. Um, at the National Bullying Convention of Orlando. That that was a very good interview. Um, I, I appreciate you giving me a chance on the show. Um, that I haven't been on the show in a long time, right, Sally? And um, I appreciate any help you can give me. Now, my TikTok is Bobby, with an IE, 181, if you can help me go viral on any of those. And I'm going to update them again um, every few days. We have to think of the families. If we don't save the youth and the, and the family from this corruption of government, there's one thing I did learn. 
that the devil loves it when you're quiet, silent. The devil loves it when you're silent. He loves it because it's easy to take over at that point. You know, but, correct. Um, well, Mr. Bean, uh, we, I, we'll definitely stay in touch. I promise you that, and uh, well, I promise you, I'm not going to forget about you. So, I'm sure everybody on here can vouch for me when I say that. So, uh, if I say I'm going to stay in touch, I will. So, no. Um, but uh, other than that, we'll wrap up the podcast. And so, thanks for. Uh, anybody, I mean, anybody else, say, anybody else has anything else they have to say? Uh, anybody else that didn't call in? Uh, because we've got about two minutes left here. So I guess I'll play. Sarge didn't call in tonight, so I'm a little upset about that. Uh, but uh, I'll just play Ronald Reagan here at the end. <laughs> Mr. Bean, thank you. Take care of yourself. You need anything? You got my. You got. Uh, you got my email. What's that? What's that? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, are your shows on Monday nights? Yeah, because I thought they were on Tuesdays before. No, they're on Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights. I just when I had a guest here tonight, so uh, I want to make sure I got okay, him on as soon gotcha. as possible. All right, everybody. God All bless right. the Republic. Take care. Yeah. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shockers around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material compensations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. And he said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Let me make this 